folks, do you feel like everything these days is go, go, go? It's nonstop from work to friends to family and a million pressing issues. Sometimes you just need to take a playoff and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. Hey, it's that time of year in Minnesota again to get out on the lake, go to the cabin, sit back, watch some baseball. Coors Light is the perfect refreshment to chill during these summer months. There's only one beer out there that's made to chill. The mountains on the bottles and cans turn blue when your beer is cold, and that way you know it's time to chill. Hit that reset button with some mountain cold refreshment. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Coors Light is the one you should choose when you need to unwind. When you want to hit the reset button, reach for the beer that is made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. This is Greg Olson, and I'm thrilled to introduce my new podcast, TE1. TE1 will chronicle a 60-year evolution of the tight end position, from its origins as an obscure, overlooked blocking role to the versatile superstar position that it is today. I'll explore the evolution of the position through conversations with some of the all-time game-changing tight ends. And just like the incredible tight ends we sit down with on my new show, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. This truck is all about grit, strength, and dependability. The same attributes it takes to be a tight end. Insider episode. You demanded it on Twitter, so here we are on a Saturday. Matthew Collar, Pro Football Focus Cap Experts, Brad Spielberger. Brad, uh, we didn't know if we would make it. We thought it's going to go down to the very final second with Delvin Cook's contract, but he signs a five-year deal worth $28 million guaranteed and $63 million overall. Reaction, you are the cap guy, you are the expert. Break it down for me. Yeah, you know, I think that, well, first and foremost, like you said, I think we were actually under 24 hours to go until kickoff, so they really like to keep things interesting. Um, but, yeah, it came out of the wire. I, I think that it almost seemed like there was, you know, it was trending towards a deal not happening at the end there. Um, and, and, there, you know, we've seen rumors about Kamara. We've seen rumors about other guys, and, and it kind of gone quiet on, uh, on Cook. But, of course, the Vikings, as they love to do, step up. Um, keep their man, a five-year extension, as we've seen with everyone, Hunter, everyone gets the five-year deal, um, you know, off the rookie contract and, and often like Cook after that third season. Um, yeah, I mean, initial reaction, it, you know, we, I came on months ago and I actually even put the number a touch higher. Um, you know, I kind of gave them the benefit of the doubt that the running back market would keep growing a little bit and we wouldn't see this pushback that maybe we have seen a bit. Um, you know, I said $13 million, kind of like a David Johnson. It ends up at 12.6. Um, so, you know, if you want to call that a small win for the Vikings, sure. Um, you know, I think with everything, it's, it's relative versus absolute. So I think in a relative sense, they won. In an absolute sense, they just, you know, fully guaranteed $30 million to a running back who has had played one full season. So, you know, we'll see. 
All right, so compare these deals to the other running backs because I didn't think that he would quite reach Christian McCaffrey level, and you didn't either when we talked months ago about this deal because McCaffrey is used uh, more robustly in their offense at wide receiver. He's obviously not had the health issues that Delvin Cook has had, but I think we both agreed that he would get more than Derrick Henry because Derrick Henry is more of a one-dimensional running back. So how does it compare to the Mixon deal, to the McCaffrey deal and to the Henry deal? It kind of worked out perfectly. Yeah, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, say the exact same things I said last time, but it, it, it's funny. We kind of have seen the running back market is now, there's three of them, really. There's the top, which is do it all, which is your Christian McCaffrey, your Kamar, your, and your Zeke's. Now we've seen this second tier emerge, and I think it's smart, and I think it will benefit running backs long term um, with Henry Mixon and Cook kind of all falling in that 12, 12 and a half, 13 million dollar range. It's still good money. You know, you're still think, – think of it as like you're the slot receiver versus the outside receiver. Like, try to in your head make it be okay because you're not doing as much as those guys are doing. Um, but I do think Cook, even with the injuries, still did deserve more than Henry and Mixon, who are both second-rounders and have played a lot of football games because he does still bring more in the passing game. And, and you mentioned it, and I actually went back and looked at it. He is incredible on passes behind the line of scrimmage. Again, relative, because, again, we'd like to push the ball downfield. But, again, he, he's going to get you more out of those things than, than other backs are, which, which is value at the end of the day. Yeah, he was number one in terms of yards after catch in the entire uh, NFL last year for running backs. So, I mean, I think that tells you his impact that he makes in the screen game. Now we have to talk about uh, the length of the deal and a potential structure here, because you mentioned it. Every Vikings deal is five, but it always means three. And so we don't have the exact breakdown from year to year with uh, the cap hits, but Adam Schefter reports that they moved some money around and restructured Eric Hendricks's deal to create $6 million in cap space. So so now I'm guessing that we're going to see Delvin Cook's cap hit for this year go up and then have it spread out. So next year's cap hit is not super high, and then 2022 is pretty manageable. Or, yeah, right, 2022, pretty manageable. And then after that, it's pay as you go, basically. That, that's how I expect it to work since this is how the Vikings tend to do every contract. Yep. No, I'm with you as well. And I'm sorry, I was just pulling up the contract just to get the exact numbers here, um, just to see exactly how it would look. Because like you said, they cleared up $6 million in room for, Hend- for Kendricks, but I do think Cook's, um, his signing bonus, the portion that's going to go in 2020, I would guess maybe makes up half of that, maybe $3 million or $2.5 million or something like that, will now be added to his 2020 cap hit. So they're trying to just soften the blow of that with, with the restructure. And as always, what every team is doing is just create as much carryover room room as humanly possible. So, yeah, so I agree. I think it's going to be small, probably stay around the same base salary, like a million in 2020. But, yeah, we're we're going to see some signing bonus. And then I think because we were this late in the the stages now of the negotiation, 2021 was probably being talked about as though it was going to be the franchise tag amount of, you know, 6.3 million is the current projection. So I could see a scenario where they kind of were working off of that number and tried to keep probably less than that if I had to guess, but, but like not so far below that, that, that could kind of like, well, maybe I should have gotten tagged and gotten this, you know, so maybe 5 million in 2021 and then, you know, then it'll start to move up. 
Well, and if that is the case for the Vikings, because the big question here is, is it a good idea to sign Dalvin Cook? And there were a lot of people who said, uh, no, not really, because he's a running back and Todd Gurley blew up and Devontae Freeman blew up and so forth. And we've seen many of them go sideways. And there's also the argument that you can replace running backs. So this was unique in my mind, this negotiation, because oftentimes you have fans that are just pushing the team, come on, pay the guy, pay hey, the guy, let's get this over with. And in this case, I think it was much more split about 50-50. But when we think of it through what the numbers will be for this year, next year, the year after that, it it seems like that the risk is maybe not as high as we think. You know, it's interesting. I think that first and foremost, I'm trying to, to, to learn more and more about, and I will say that I think this is going to change with basically what we've seen as a society in the last six months with the empowerment of athletes in a general sense across the board is that they're going to basically leverage the fact that they came in the building, they worked hard, they're a good locker room presence, and their teammates like blocking for them and playing with them and whatever the case may be. I mean, you saw when that trade rumor was released for Kamara, not Cook, but still, I think both guys are really highly regarded. When that came out, I saw Cam Jordan, Michael Thomas, like I saw 10 guys tweet like, you're not trading him, he's my, he's my favorite teammate. Like, that's like what we're going to have to see is like we talk about this running back market. I think other positions, other players basically need to say like we're not going to allow you as an organization or as a league to, to devalue this guy. We get the analytics, but he's still touching the ball a ton. He's getting hit as much or not, or not more than anybody else. So they might say, you know what, we see the numbers, we understand it, but we don't care. Um, but you need full buy-in from everyone to do that. So is it smart, you know, from a football perspective? I mean, you know where PFF stands in a general sense on that. Um, but the Vikings are in a position right now where I think they recognize there's a bit of a window in the NFC North, even arguably a bit of a window in the NFC itself. Um, and if and if what it takes to just keep everything going and keep it all together is to just give this guy the deal, and I think that they were willing to do that. Um, the tough part for me is that – they bought themselves the out. Like, they drafted the third rounder in 2019. He looks similar. To, he's not Dalvin Cook. He's a decent player. They've always had solid depth at the position. You know, Boone, everyone's favorite Boone and all the guys they have at running back. Like, they could have at least tried. And we still haven't seen a team dig their heels in and finally once and for all just say, let's see what happens. So it would have been cool because I like the Vikings and I think they are a smart. they are a smart group. It could have been cool to maybe see them see try. Yeah, and that's what I wondered as we got closer and closer, and I woke up today just, you know, thinking about refreshing the Twitter all day long to see if this contract was going to come down because it did feel like somewhat of a deadline today. If it didn't happen today, then his value goes down the minute he steps on the field, and then the negotiations become even more difficult. And it would have been really shocking to me if the Vikings had dug their heels in because they just haven't. And even when it hasn't made the most sense by the analytics and so forth, they've always done it. The Anthony Barr contract to me was the one that I leaned on this entire time. Like, hey, if they paid Barr at the very last second, they're going to pay Delvin Cook too. Last year, they could have dug their heels in with Kyle Rudolph and said, no, we're not giving you a contract extension. Sorry, man, but 30-year-old tight ends who aren't fast like, are not making the same impact, and we just drafted another guy, and yet they still came around. And what it comes down to for me, Brad, is 
They have one of the best cap people in the NFL in Rob Brzezinski, who seems to always be able to work things out to time out with these contracts are leaving so we can afford to have these contracts coming in. And it feels to me like since they have the ownership backing and they're always willing to put the money kind of up front that they can do these things that aren't exactly by the book and not have it hurt them. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think that, that's the beauty that comes with stability. You know, we talk a lot about on-field stability, offensive lines, whatever you want to look at. And we talk about coaching turnover a lot in the NFL. But when you have a front office who's been there for, you would know better than me, like 12, 11, 12 years now, they've both been there. Like, this is, like, like you said, you stagger cap hits for all your players. You're projecting things three, four, five years out. If you're a GM, like, with the Jets, why would you project something four years out? You're not going to be there. Like, so it, it enables – and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy where because they've been doing that, they can keep doing that. They're way ahead of the game. They're never going to get in a situation where they're actually, like, full-scale limited by the cap. They're always going to be close to the cap because they don't like to push as much money as other people do. But that's intentional. They restru- Like we've seen, they restructured multiple guys this offseason. So, yeah, and that's what comes with stability in the front office. And like you said, a guy who just knows – and the thing is, though, like you said, at the same time – he does seem to maybe write in pen, not pencil, that he's going to extend his guys, which, you know, I think that in a, in a weird, funny way, um, one thing I started to notice more as well is when a team brings on a guy, a new guy from a different team, and everyone talks about the Neil Hunter, assuming it would be him because same position, but there's often this onus and there's this, this feeling in the locker room like you brought this outsider in, you're paying him a lot, you're extending him or whatever, but you haven't taken care of one of our guys yet. I, I genuinely think Buda Baker, his deal got done so that DeAndre Hopkins' deal could get done. I think the Cardinals wanted to be like, yeah, we'll take care of our own, and then we'll take care of this stud that we acquire in a trade from, you know, from elsewhere. But I almost think the leverage may have been like, we're not going to sign this thing until it's good enough, and we know you need us to because you want to send this message. And the same vein – I almost weirdly think the Ngakwe trade may have sort of helped Cook in that they make this huge splash move right before the season starts for a franchise tag. You know, obviously they lowered it down to $12 million, But so now it's like, all right, you got to – and, and they, the, the whole saga with Reef. So it almost kind of looked like there was like some friction kind of starting to create. Now it goes back the other way. There's no friction. You just extend to the running back. Like why, why would there be friction? want to remind you to go to SodaStick.com to get your original Minnesota sports-inspired goods. They just launched their official collaboration with Bud Grant. Yes, Bud Grant. You can now get your official Bud Grant shirt and Man Cave art print. If you haven't seen it yet, you have to check it out, and we're going to hook you up with free shipping for your order. Use code PURPLEINSIDER for free shipping. That is SOTASTIC, S-O-T-A-S-T-I-C-K.com, original Minnesota sports-inspired goods, code PURPLEINSIDER for free shipping. Get back to the conversation in just a minute, but first, you've always counted on restaurants, and now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door. Ordering is easy. You open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely at your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. 
Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your local restaurants also are still open for delivery, too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on its way. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees for your first order when you download the DoorDash app at the App Store and enter the code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget, that's code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back in the NFL with NFLSundayTicket.tv. You can stream every live out-of-market NFL game and every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite team and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. Yeah, this is a great point that you make that a lot of times we can look at OverTheCap.com and we can say, oh, look, why don't they just do this or do that or cut this guy or why do they pay this guy this much? And a lot of times there are many more dynamics at play, including the locker room, the organization, how players are viewed, how teammates view the player. And I think that was very important with Delvin Cook. When they released the schedule, they put Delvin Cook's face on the schedule. And I think at that moment we all went, okay, he's definitely signing at some point here. Like they're not going to – they're not going to play games throughout the entire season with him. They're eventually going to figure this out because of how important he is to just the face of the franchise. When you ask people around the league, Minnesota Vikings, who's the first player you think of? I think it's Delvin Cook. Even as expensive as Kirk Cousins is, I think it's still Delvin Cook. Now, the important thing to me, and I think a lot of people, is – how this all fits in through next year because the salary cap is going to go down. Daniil Hunter's contract is not right, and I think they're going to make it right. And you have Kirk Cousins' cap hit is going up. You have Brian O'Neill who's going to need a contract extension. There are a lot of dynamics here at play with the Viking salary cap going forth, and I, I know that they'll figure it out, but does it hurt them to have – Delvin Cook, bigger cap hits going forward with things changing in the NFL. So, you know, it's funny because I think that even when we see how everything's handled in 2021, when we see how the cap truly shakes out and if it goes down or if it stays flat or maybe by some blessing it, it does manage to go up by a little bit or whatever it is. I think we have been proven, and, and this was me challenging my, my priors a lot, that, that a team can work around and can find the room for anyone. Um, the Saints are so much further out than every other team right now with what they've done. Even the Eagles, I, I believe the Saints are like even like another step ahead of them. Maybe not. Maybe they're in their own tier. And but anyways, so a team can always do it. Whether they want to, a great point you mentioned earlier, whether the Wills want to fork up the cash to do it. Because I think one thing that I like to point out to people with these restructures is, yeah, you're creating space. And, yes, the money is the same either way. You're not adding money. But instead of paying a guy $5 million you know, over the span of seven, 34 weeks or whatever it is, you're giving it to him as a signing bonus that day or, or that month or that next two months. So from a cash flow perspective, trust me, the owner is aware of restructures happening. I can promise you that. So can they make it all work? Yes. I think it's going to come down to one of these two safeties is not going to be on the roster in 2021. They're either going to choose to – well, I mean, I guess Harris not going to cut Harrison, but they're either going to extend him – 
or maybe they're not going to work out an extension and he's going to, you know, they're going to, they're going to figure something out there, uh, trade him or something, or they're going to let Harris walk. Um, that to me is going to be, and I don't think that's because of Dalvin Cook, but I think it probably, like, it was already probably a possibility. Now I think it's even more of a possibility. Do you think that they extend Ngakwe the day that they're allowed to extend Ngakwe? Yes, I do. <laughs> I also do. And uh, now, but that you talk about how these things work. If whatever they pay Ngakwe, they have to make sure that Hunter is making more. Yep. No, you're right. And so you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned it, of course. But and it's tough too because I mean he's going to have three years left on his deal, and we're and we're sitting here talking about precedent and the Vikings loving precedent. I don't recall them doing an extension. Maybe Thielen, I suppose, but that's obviously a different circumstance. You know, they extended him off of the RFA tender for like $4 million a year, and then immediately it was like, all right, this deal is unfair for all parties involved. Let's rip this thing up and give him a fair contract. That's not the case with Hunt. I mean, it, it, it's getting there, but it's, it's not quite there. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree. They're going to have to do something. Uh, I mean, like we saw Stephon Gilmore just get an outright raise this year. Um, that's probably the minute they got to do something. Yeah. And Gakwe cannot be the highest paid guy and he's still going to command like over 18, 19 million a year, a deal. So. And to your point, the Harrison Smith situation will be interesting to follow because if he plays this year, like he played last year, then you have to keep him on the roster and he's the most important player to the defense. If he's playing that well, they've shown that they can replace the other position as much respect as I have for Anthony Harris and his playmaking ability. And not everybody can go up and catch it as a safety like he can, but Harrison Smith is really the wheel that uh, turns the whole thing. So uh, before we wrap up, and I really appreciate this man jumping in on a Saturday, just like what great service. So um, I, give me a grade. Like this is what you have to do now, man. You're, like, you're, you're, you're in the game. You're not just behind the scenes, Brad Spielberger for over the cap. Like you're PFF, you're out there now. So you have to grade it for the Vikings and grade it for Delvin Cook's side. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So – Again, as I mentioned, I'm not trying to just hedge and give myself an out, but from a relative sense, like I, I will say I'll give the Vikings like a B plus because I, I sat here, I mean, I told you months ago I thought he was going to get more than this. I did think it would be shorter, but, yeah, I said 13, maybe maybe 13 and a half a year. Again, per year is not everything. The $28 million guaranteed is also a very strong number. Um, and McCaffrey got $30 million guaranteed on a six-year extension, and Cook just got 28 on a five-year. So uh, it's a very strong deal. Um, for both parties. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give them both B pluses just with the caveat being that I don't think anyone, any running back probably should be getting a deal this size, but that's not how the world works. That's not how life works. So I'm not going to, you know, nitpick like it from that perspective. Okay. Slight cop out on your part to just give them <laughs> both B pluses. That is, you're going to have to ramp up the hot takiness uh, going forward. But I, I agree with you and I am not surprised because this is the Vikings world we live in that I think that every deal that they've done, whether it was Diggs, Kendricks, Barr, Hunter at the time, I think we thought was a little under his price, but everybody else has pretty much walked away with the player side going, okay, we did pretty good there. And the team side going, okay, we did pretty good there. So uh, this is one of the things that makes the Vikings wheels turn as an operation. And I was asked just the other day, like, what do you think of the front office for the Vikings? How strong is it? And I think it's one of the best in the entire NFL. You can nitpick at, yeah, the uh, Treadwell 
thing went bust. They have not ever figured out left guard. That's certainly been a problem. But in terms of making this all work with a giant quarterback contract, um, it's impressive from the front office standpoint. So, uh, Brad, you are a must-follow on Twitter at PFF underscore Brad. You're doing your work at profootballfocus.com now or pff.com. Um, it used to be the whole word. Now just PFF. Yeah, they bought, I, think they, I think they bought the rights. <laughs> so, so you've got uh, your instant reaction with you and Eric Eager, a friend of the show, up there as well. And, again, really appreciate the time jumping right on. Your first emergency podcast. I'm sure there will be more in the future. Thanks, Brad. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Always available. Hi, my name is Bobby Peters, and I've recently written a book titled The 2017 New England Patriots Pass Game Manual. If you've ever wondered what makes the New England Patriots offense, specifically their pass game, so successful over the years, this book is for you. The book breaks down in detail the schemes the Patriots use by concept. Each concept is broken down into its different variations, its statistical usage based on down and distance, and the important coaching points for how each route is run and how the quarterback reads the play. The book is available now on Amazon. Get your copy today. Did somebody say playoffs, NBA, and NHL are playing for the gold and our partners at Bet Online have you covered? Get in on all the action, including a new NBA bracket contest with plenty of chances to win. MLB season is pushing into the fall. There's no shortage of ways to bet on hundreds of odds, futures, and props there. So take advantage of the return to sports. And remember, the casino never closes. Check it out all day, all night. Go to betonline.ag. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.